There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome everyone to oh oh boy that was loud oh sopranos podcast um as always i'm joe spellman and this is david Fudernick. did you forget your name Uh, i don't know did you forget yours it sounded almost like you did i was distracted by you guys it's the biggest drinking night of the year so spells is obviously crocked Hey, there you go. It's been the I, biggest drinking year of the year. <laughs> I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been drinking. Um, oh, and also this is Paul Golius. Oh yeah, um, sorry. Hey guys. And we're talking episode season three, episode eight. He is risen. And you know, I haven't been drinking in a while, and I'm drinking some scotch tonight. Oh no. Uh, because you know. I should have been at my high school 20th anniversary today. Union? Whatever. I probably would not have gone. <laughs> no, it's the anniversary um, of the school. The, 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 yeah, school anniversary. the school is 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, no, the school is 20 years old. Guys, uh, you know, I started like an hour ago. Um, oh, great. Uh, anyway. Um, Will you introduce our guest? Let's get into it and introduce our guest. Uh, you guys um, know him oh from... Actually, I know that he does a podcast called uh, The Bible Bros. Um, and yeah. I know he has an extensive uh, resume uh, acting and writing crushes that I can't um, rattle off as easily, but I remember him and know him from UCB in New York. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Klein. Woo. Oh, thank you, boys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Welcome, mwah. welcome. Thanks for joining mm. us. It's very uh, appropriate that you're having a drink uh, for this episode because a drink plays a big it part. Does, yes, that's right. absolutely. Da- you're that's right. all, you're you're 
hundred percent so far this this episode, Dan. Man, Fantastic. you're killing it, dude. I'm crushing yeah. it. Should I just end it now? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks and that's for having me. Awesome. Listen to Bible yeah. Bros. Get off the fucking um, Zoom. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> get out of here. So should we uh, should we just dive right into it or what? Yeah, let's do it. Nah, let's yeah, take our time. Oh, sorry, I don't know if that's... Bell's already took his <laughs> merry time getting us here. Yeah, oh, so gotcha. we're going to have enough time that's taking not whenever I talk. It's, yeah, this is just... It's, uh, it did sound like salt, like a producer was like, stretch it out, stretch it out. Dan's not here yet. <laughs> we need more time. Yeah. Um, He's in the cab. So, <laughs> Where is he coming from? <laughs> uh, as Bell said, this is He Is Risen, written by Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess and Todd A. Kessler, directed by Alan Coulter, originally aired... April 15th, 2001. Great oh, day, which was yeah. actually Easter Sunday. I don't mm. know if you guys remember, if anybody is watching live. He is returned. He is, yeah. Well, he is He has risen. Um, weird Thanksgiving episode on Easter, but uh, yeah, we'll roll well, with it. I, that's um, weird. Well, I don't know why that is. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it just, don't know. it kind of like, I've always wondered, like, did they name the episode knowing that it was going to air on Easter Sunday? Or how did that work? I don't know. But right. probably not, right? Um, the rundown for anybody who hasn't seen this in, in 19 years, uh, Tony and Ralphie deal with their fractured relationship after the events of university. We have Meadow and Jackie Jr. Reconnecting and, uh, the other big thing this episode, enter Gloria Trillo. Yes. Hottie. Hell yeah. My favorite of the Gumars. Mm-hmm. My favorite of the oh, Gumars. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's um, the best. Um, why did they also name it He Is Risen? Because that is also a line in another episode, right? In another episode? Well, what doesn't episode? Aaron doesn't Aaron say it again? And Tony's like, yeah, remember. Yeah, you said it the other time. Oh, so he, so yeah, the narcoleptic the guy, Aaron, right. Janice's boyfriend comes back in season six. I Who, think. Who's, the actor's name is Turk. Turkey? Turk? Turk, oh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we are hello. unraveling hello. all sorts of mysteries here. Uh, this is why you listen to us. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, let's just let, let's start from the top. So we 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 kick it off at a college party mm-hmm. uh, at some like frat house. At is that at Columbia where Meadow goes? Or I, it must be. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, is that how you guys remember college parties? No, but I didn't go to Columbia. Well, <laughs> and also, not maybe not. Wait, what year was it? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah. I would not have been in college. It looked, it's crazy to see how dated the things look. Yeah, it's like true. The, yeah. It the did, black it light did, and shit. But it, it, it had some good college vibes, yeah. but well, you were like, oh, wow. Yeah, like the neon, like glow in the dark, <laughs> yeah. like paint and uh, shit. No. Like real rave. <laughs> yeah. um, um, that, uh, I mean. Uh, spells, I like, you, uh, you, spells, you were in college then. Do you remember like the uh, the black lights and the, the paint that, all no. over? Doing X. Shit? Yeah, doing X, dude. So no, no, you no. were selling ecstasy back I, then. Right? I wasn't selling. No, there's a lot of like theater uh, people uh, playing beer pong in my like cramped uh, dorm. That was okay. that was the extent of the parties that I had. Um, mm. Not you know, but I wore I wore a yarmulke all the time, and everybody <laughs> would call it would be like, "Oh, chicks dig the lid," you know. That, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that's definitely. What I did happened. have like, I did have a really embarrassing moment was when Meadows' friend is like that guy's hot the guy who's selling ecstasy mm. but in the shot is like his jewish friend <laughs> and i was like they're talking about him that's interesting <laughs> yeah. like that's clearly like a yeah. jewish centric point of yeah. view of like oh wow i guess they're attracted to <laughs> like, that guy wow, i never had two girls cool. like this like uh, at a college party be like yeah. oh check out this guy with his uh <laughs> fucking chain wallet <laughs> yeah. but you didn't have your lid stuff. on man. you got to put yeah. the lid on 
I was like, oh yeah, I guess that'll be an interesting relationship <laughs> on this show. Um, uh, with a side note, uh, the the three of us used to uh, we went on a trip up to the Pacific Northwest that we do every year, and we kept saying, "Come to Duff's, come to Duff's," because this fucking episode, <laughs> and we come to find out the guy's name is Dove, not Duff. I didn't. And I didn't ruin our whole the, fucking bit. That the Jewish guy that was that was Dove. Dove Ginsburg. I didn't know that. Yeah, we get a little insight into Dove. But, yeah, uh, sure. Nice. He's yeah, he's I... he's an ecstasy dealer, um, which <laughs> yep. I didn't see coming. But uh, but yeah, so so that sort of kicks off this whole new in the in the like the back half of the season. We get the whole storyline of Meadow cozying up with with Jackie Junior, um, which I guess is to contrast like her relationship with um, Noah, who is very much outside of uh, the Italian American New Jersey uh, world. And then Jackie Jr. is just like a fucking goomba. And he's well, it's like, like the, one of them. The running theme of the show is that like, yeah, you could try all you want because like, Carmela goes through it too when she has her separation. Right. And then like, you could try all you want, but you always come back to the life. You always come right. back you, to the mom. You can't escape it. Yeah. Family. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely a recurring theme. Um, yeah. Then we head into the, uh, the casino, I guess. There's like oh, some sort yeah. of casino, like. Like yeah, wh- where is this place? Is it just like above like a hardware store or something? And yeah, we see it like uh, another episode too. It, like uh, like later on, because because Ralphie does end up taking over the casino, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's some fucking like speakeasy type place. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just love spells. The, you, uh, you played like poker at a place kind of like that in New York, right? I played poker at yeah a lot of uh, underground clubs. You and A uh, that were really. And you get like the invite, who like someone sees you and <laughs> yeah, is like, yeah. you got the goods. Yeah, especially, you, like, especially how did you per- particularly, Joe, get the invite? Back, yeah. back then, back, they Christides... back in 2001, probably. No, I'm sorry. It would be like 2005 or 2006. Um, they uh, ever advertise on Craigslist, and I would go to uh, a warehouse or like the 13th floor of like a. Uh, a building in Manhattan, like a champion studios, like type place, like, mm-hmm. um, that would, uh, that's like, so weird. And, would, yeah, and it would just and be like got... an office building and, and, um, and yeah, and there would be like people playing poker and I would, I would win money. I would. And so some, some, and they got some busted places... up, right? Like that's so yeah. weird. How did they yeah. know that was going on? Yeah. Oh, they, oh, they, <laughs> they saw it on Craigslist. Oh, the cops saw it. On Craigslist. Yeah. They got robbed. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they got it's very easy to bust. But they would, they would get busted up or they would get robbed. Like, like they would get robbed by people and they, Oh, cause they also could check right, Craigslist right, right, criminals right. and the police right. have access. They're pretty smart criminals, you know, like, um, uh, but, but what did you say when you got there? Were you like, hello, I'm here for the illegal. Oh, people game? just would show up. Like anybody would show up. I ran into Michael, Michael Showalter at one. Um, like in 2005 or Love six that. or whatever. And I knew it was him and I bummed, I've told this story. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I bummed a cigarette from, or I tried to bum a cigarette from him. We were, went into the smoking room, which was like a closet, kind of like where you are, uh, Dan. And, uh, oh yeah, I'm recording from a closet <laughs> for, people, for people who don't know. And, uh, and, uh, and I was like, can I bum a cigarette? And he like frantically searched his pants and like, couldn't find after like a minute he was like ah, i can't find him i was like cool that was weird i'll see you later wait was he smoking yes one? <laughs> and so he 
had a box of or you know a little pack somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah he but he act either acted like he couldn't find one, or do you think he actually couldn't? Um, you, you think he gave lost him on his body? Act, yeah. He probably yeah. acted like he couldn't find one. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard. That he is a kind of awkward dude. I mean, I don't. Well, Dan, really know, you but... you uh, went hot, right? I mean, I did. I worked with him. Oh, right. Okay. I had a great time working with him, though. I think it's different. Your personality is probably different when you're the boss at a <laughs> you know yeah, a, a boss of people at yeah. work as opposed to in a, in a someone closet. on the street. Yeah, so yeah. he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say he was not awkward as a boss, but I have heard awkward things about sure, him. he probably and, and didn't, seeing him he probably could tell that i like knew who he was and uh he didn't want mm. me to approach him at like one in the morning <laughs> and he was like oh dude well, don't also, don't they, talk yeah. to me about the baxter please don't talk to me about the baxter dude please <laughs> wasn't as successful as it could have been Fuck. but he's doing great now yeah, guys hey, hey, good for sure guys crushing it yeah it's because <laughs> he i love all his because he saved his, his cigarettes dude if you would have given you a cigarette, <laughs> yeah, man, that's right. a little lesson right there. Don't share. Um, but back to the don't share, back dude. To Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sopranos. <laughs> I just I, I love this scene because I love like the the tension in the scene uh, between Ralphie and and uh, and Tony. They even play like the western, like wow, yeah, like yeah, as yeah. they like kind of see each other. It's great too because uh, he's 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 so good at fucking earning money that he's even making a shit ton of money playing craps, and right. then like completely uses the power that he has winning all this money for everybody to be a fucking dickhead and not have a drink with Tony. Well, they kind of have to do that, right? They kind of have to make yeah. all the biggest like thorns in Tony's side, uh, the, the biggest earners. Otherwise like he would just kill them. <laughs> like it's of that course. simple. Right. Right. Um, he's even thinking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still considering yeah. it very close to yeah. doing yep. it. Uh, yep. and so there's the whole issue of the drink. And uh, Tony asks Ralphie, you want a drink? Another time, Anthony. Another time, Anthony. Which is big no-no. You, you always get a drink with the boss. When Spellman asks me, you want a drink? You, you know I'm having that drink with him. Oh, yeah. Um, bet. Same here. I'm not even on, it's not even my podcast. <laughs> yeah, you better. I'm like, I don't want to cross Joe. No, you better. Yeah, yeah. You don't say another time. <laughs> drink up, Joe. Uh, another time that means another time that, joseph that means i'm drinking by myself and that's not good yeah no i'm embarrassed <laughs> mostly we just want to look out for joe but uh but yeah so i mean as soon as ralphie walks away paulie's like we gotta we gotta whack this cocksucker like this is like yeah. like worthy of ending this man's life denying the drink which you know a, a lot becomes before this but this is the type of culture that they've like propagated here in the mob. Like yeah, anything just like itching, can itching. Yeah. 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 Uh, it seems horrible. You know, like you're, you're already doing illegal things. You might as well make it, try to make it a good time. But, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You know, they're making it like tougher than just having a regular job. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's what this series actually really hammers home is like, you know, where past like depictions of mob life have been sort of glamorous. This is like, mm. these guys are really fucking scraping by and they could get killed at any fucking second. Like what? Like right. I mean, it, even just the opening of showing all of New Jersey in that way. Right. Yeah. You're like, this is pretty. Like, it's not a glamorous view of New Jersey. No. New yeah, Jersey, no. it's like, for this the most is just part, what it is, is not a glamorous place. Uh, no. no, I mean, we like to think it is. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you, you know, put on the suit. And Dan, stuff. where where are you totally. from in Jersey? Yeah, I was gonna. I'm um, Oldbridge. Oh, okay. Is the town? It's pretty central. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's very close to um it's actually very close to Staten Island. Yeah. So oh, it's sure. like right on the um it, it 
the Atterboro Bridge. Yeah, is it is it close? To, it's close to Staten Island. Is it on? Is it yeah, off, it's is like it off Route Nine. Oh, baby! <laughs> so you were basically right in the mafia. That's right? you were basically in the mafia, right? Dude, I every day, every day I was so close to dying. <laughs> but I was I lived right off Route Nine. Yeah, my my um my parents lived in Howell. Um. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. That's like Route Thirty Six, Route Thirty Five. You know, uh, or, Route Nine. Not, uh, route Nine and Route Nine too. Oh, oh it went okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I was thinking? Sorry, I was thinking Hazlitt. Oh fuck Hazlitt. <laughs> fuck Hazlitt. That's where okay. They got nice baseball, little league fields, but that's about. That's it. where Sammy from uh from Jersey Shore is from. I know that. Oh fuck! <laughs> really? We're getting into like, yeah. deep, don't, legit Jersey talk here. Don't want to know <laughs> yeah. how you know that. Let's keep uh, moving on. Moving hey, along. I, I I know all things. You know, I, I know. I was born in Staten Island, and my family is originally from Staten Island. So you know, right? Oh wow! I know. I know all things tri-state. Really. Hey. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so this, that, that whole, uh, scene sort of kicks off that plot line for the episode in which Tony is trying to decide how to best handle Ralph. You know, he has a dinner with, with Silvio later where, you know, Silvia's like, Silvio's like, you know, the fact is she wasn't related to you by blood or marriage. She wasn't your gumad. You, you probably shouldn't hit him. Shouldn't have hit him. Um, and Tony rightfully so brings up the, the fact that he bashed a 20 year old girl's head in for almost no reason who was carrying his baby. Uh, and Tony is presented with two choices, make him disappear or make nice. What, what, what do you guys think the right thing to do is? And what, what would you guys do if you were the mafia boss? <laughs> Fucking kill. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a great earner, man. Yeah. Oh, but like, who's money. even counting? Like they say, like who's even counting at this point? Like, and uh, I mean, it's it's not the first or the last time that he's a fucking pain in Tony's uh, ass. This is true, you know? but as a boss, like if you if you're gonna go whack this guy over somebody who the rest of your crew sees as like you don't have any like grounds for having such a beef with him because you had no relation to this girl, then that might cause some some shit, right? You do and you don't. Like, look at how many of like your closest like uh, advisors are saying like. Dude, let's fucking kill him. <laughs> you know? No one True, would miss him. I would say Paulie is so eager to whack Ralphie because he knows that Ralphie is like eclipsing him income wise. True. True. Which I wouldn't put past Paulie. I don't know. Um ultimately we know but what also, happens. But but he's ultimately, ultimately we know what, with yeah. what they did, you know, because Tony True. has to just just Tony, you know, like, you know, he beat the shit out of him. So, you know, like this is sort of like his way of um you know apologizing or his way of like writing the wrong that he did by uh, is making by making ralphie captain at the end of the episode i right. mean also um, also so as per he's usual in the, he's in that predicament and as per usual shit falls into tony's lap that helps him because fucking gg <laughs> dies on the toilet dies on the toilet <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. yeah he died Which, on the toilet which I love, uh, so at, like the wake or whatever. Uh, Silvio is like, ah, you know, like Elvis or uh, uh, guy uh, Don, uh, producer of The Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. First of all, no fucking way this guy in Jersey knows who produced The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I liked it because it seems so out of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But right, yeah, it was. 
it was a little like, what are they trying to say with that joke? <laughs> was it just like them kind of being silly? Yeah, it's so, like, like an insular joke. It's like an inside base. They always like the writers and David Chase always sort of like throw, uh, throw like Hollywood, like inside jokes into the episodes. And I think I looked it up. Mm-hmm. This guy obviously was not an actual producer of the Simpsons. His name was, his name was Don Simpson. Who okay. and he produced Days of Thunder, The Rock, Beverly Hills Cop, Crimson Tide. And he died. And he died on the toilet. He died on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. So he was he right. He was about right. Someone, but he was very accurate actually, because his name was Don Simpson. And I mean, that's, that's where he got the Simpsons. It's a but, running like, uh, like joke formula on the show where they like sort of get something right. Right. Okay. But I like, got it. Like he know he knows there is a story. Right. There's a guy. There is a Simpson. Right. guy that did die right, in the toilet right, right. so he's right yeah. they pay attention but he's not like reading the, the trades only... like he's not fucking or maybe or maybe he is because how the fuck is he you know the producer of like <laughs> days of thunder still right. right. still right. getting sure. variety delivered toilet. to his house yeah <laughs> the the thing that really threw me was that knowing lots of jersey people i just don't think they would use the phrase producer of the simpsons <laughs> right. you know like if it was my uncle or something he'd be, hey, he's that guy he does the thing on whatever the show you know he's, he's you always see his name on the simpsons right, right. Like, he wouldn't even know how people. to yeah, that's, yeah, yeah yeah he wouldn't describe like he wouldn't know the titles right, right. that people have behind the scenes of a tv show you know the this show with true. the kid that i would have given the back of my hand to <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, the loud guy. He always <laughs> yeah, saying yeah. to eat my shorts, that kid, you know. The skateboard my, kid. My uncle, who had like, he was more New York, but very like would have fit on the Sopranos. Um, one time we just happened to be watching like um, American Idol, you know, when he was like over our house and they were doing those like the background stories of the people in the beginning. And he's like, who wants to see this stuff? We just want to see who gets knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, just relax, man. Just watch. Like, this is what the show is. You don't just like fast forward to oh, see get a guy to get shot. Get to Come the on, cotton. I want to yeah. see the sad people. Yeah, like, what are we? What is this? Wasting our I time. See the people walk home, hang their heads. Yeah, in boom. Shame. <laughs> Throw some money. Also, just sorry to as another tangent. Same uncle. Uh, first conversation he has with like my college roommate. He came to my college graduation. And I could hear them talking and he's already talking about how NFL games are rigged. (laughs) And he's telling my roommate who has no interest in this. He goes, he's down the field. He throws a flag. They look at this replay. It was a phantom call. (laughs) Basically a phrase that I've never heard before. Oh shit, Paul. A phantom Paul, call. Paul, that sounds like That's you right. with the re- that sounds like you with the replacement rest, dude. You wouldn't shut the fuck oh, up dude, about that. Fuck up. Are they Yo, still yeah. in? Come on. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know nothing know about yeah. organized sports whatsoever. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, Jersey. That's, that's Jersey. Jersey. That's oh. Jersey for you. He's, he lived in New York, but yeah, um, it's all the same. What do you guys think it's about uh, how Johnny Sack was sticking his definitely sticking his beacon? Uh, this episode, I feel like it was like a little. He always does. I, I mean, it, it makes sense that Ralphie <laughs> would go to him for help. Um, it makes sense yeah. that that he would maybe be willing to mention something to Tony, but it it seemed a little like not smart to me that it, the way he went about it, where he's like feeding Tony like one thing, like oh Ralphie brought up Capo, but I threw cold water on it, and then bringing it up to Ralphie like yeah, oh, but what if he made he, you Capo? Like he does that shit with Paulie too, like. In the show, I know he's like, just like he's just like a snake, but like also is, like, but he's but also you, a smart like, guy. So th- like, th- think about like from his perspective, Ralphie is smart, 
He's a mm-hmm. fucking really good earner. You could mm-hmm. see him like possibly down the line winning some sort of power struggle. You know, he he's kind of playing both sides a little bit. Even though well, he's obviously he more loyal it. to Tony, like I could see how like because it, it's not like he like you know as soon as he comes back, Ralphie comes back, uh, and is like, oh, we gotta fuck. He's gotta go. He tell right. he shoots him down. He's like, shut, sh- you need to shut the fuck up right now. Like, All right. He's like, you want to commit suicide? Yeah, you want to uh, commit pills suicide? Are a lot easier. Right. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to like have you know have a place for people to come. I know, talk but to. It's, especially it's, it's like people so, who. I mean, it's 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 shitty, but also it's like shitty, it's but it's also it's, you can you can get caught in that lie so easily. All all Ralphie had to say was, "Oh, Johnny Sack told me you wanted to see me," and then. Fucking, but it, it felt like it was. It may. It felt like it was kind of his only choice, right? Like, okay, if I want to get this thing moving, right. you know, to get like, I have to tell him this and tell him right, that, because otherwise, it's not going to happen. Totally. Yeah. I mean, he does because he does mention he wants Ralphie as the point man on the Esplanade shit, right? Also, right. how many times yeah. is yeah. is Hua said in this episode? <laughs> she hey, she was a Hua. Was a she was a Hua. <laughs> Went back to New Jersey last year visiting an aunt. She said, "Hua." Did she really? I was blown away. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Never heard anyone say. Yeah, that's that. like it, you it, know, like in cartoon character to come to life. Core or, or <laughs> in actual real wow. life. Okay. Yeah. She's also like seventy years old and from Brooklyn, so maybe. Okay. Her, I mean, but, I feel yeah, like yeah. my so maybe her my view Hua. about Hua is uh, my Trumpy up. aunt would abs- like on Long Island would absolutely absolutely say that. She's a fucking cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Betty Boop or like Bugs Bunny in a dress or something. Hua, hua. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's it's so disgusting how they, like, the, how they just cover up what is really the issue here of Ralphie beating this girl to death, where he's just like, like their euphemism for it is he disrespected the Bing. Yeah, he disrespected right. this fucking grimy <laughs> well, ass strip club. That's yeah. the big. And so was like, "Oh, he's not allowed there anymore." Like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess everything's okay then. Everything's fixed." Yeah, that's everything. Um, but yeah, so so ultimately, Gigi ends up dying on the toilet, which uh, John Fiore, the actor, uh, was quite upset about. I think he uh, he ended up doing these like Sopranos like tours in Jersey, like because he's just trying to ride. I mean. Good actor. Maybe shouldn't have been right good actor. when he was, but uh, but he totally tried to ride that. that do you, role he do you think he he watched? You think he watched like Vito get like such a huge arc and be like, "You fucking kidding me? This fucking marshmallow, <laughs> this fucking marshmallow gets Isn't a fucking it, huge arc? Kidding me?" And he was a better it's so actor. Funny because it's like, uh, uh, what's his name? Vito. Yeah, uh, Joe Ganascoli. Joe Ganascoli. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's funny just because he's like an actor and he just has to pretend to die. But the actor is like, I don't want to do this because I don't want people to see me on like sitting on the toilet and dying. But it's like, you're not actually dying, man. But they don't like it. I'm surprised by how many times in Hollywood actors don't want to do things because they would technically look stupid. Right, right, right. And you're like, it's not you. It's a a (laughs) humiliating way to die. But of course, like, you know, especially the type of guy, he probably grew up East Coast Italian. Like he was probably like, yo, I'm on the Sopranos. And then he goes out in the most like humiliating sort of like, oh, you're off the Sopranos now because you had a heart attack. 
all his jersey friends you died on the toilet <laughs> oh dude oh you look like an idiot oh so God. like I can't around town it. anymore you let him do that to you <laughs> so like did you choose how you died or like <laughs> yeah yeah why you say i don't want to do this what are you crazy why you just, just say don't no. die <laughs> yeah why don't you say they like start hey, rolling just don't do why it why don't you say like hey maybe like i get shot though yeah, yeah, I get shot in a cool fight, yeah. and I don't die. And then I survive, and then I become boss. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm spitball. So, um, what the hell is this? Me missed opportunity. You should have done that. The hell these writers. Um, but very sort of uh, fortuitous for Tony that this that this opening comes up. But if if Gigi hadn't died, like, so I mean, so Ralphie ultimately gets. Uh, I love, by the way, the. Uh, the little like little panning shot when Tony's considering the who funeral. else he could put yeah, yeah. at like the head of his crew. Yeah, it's all Dummies. these mooks. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, and ultimately Ralphie, who he hates the most, is also he knows is the smartest, savviest guy to to throw in there. Um, but if Gigi hadn't died, like, where does that story? Where like, how do you even resolve that? Do you think? Do you think that would have been the end of Ralphie? Because Ralphie knows that it's mm. either he. There's two endings for him. He's either apologized to. Or, or he's Killed. fucking dead, right? Yeah. So, like, what what do you guys think? Like, if that hadn't happened, how does that resolve? Yeah, it probably would have just escalated further until, like, you know, push came to shove. Because Tony, is, and, Tony like, is such a cocksucker when when Ralphie goes to visit him, and he won't even like have him take a seat. He won't even like, yeah, yeah, like have a conversation. Loves with the that. Guy. It's so gross. Yeah. What a waste of energy to be like that. Right dickish to somebody oh, God. yeah joe 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 and i act on, like that but... to each other all the time but I mean, yeah always <laughs> he's not talking to me the whole episode <laughs> who said that i don't know all right you know what joe i will have that drink <laughs> oh, okay. another time oh shit time, um david but uh yeah i, yeah, I don't so know the other... is there is there any like world where you could envision him like cutting Gigi's legs out from under him and saying like, "Look, there's going to be some sort of power sharing nah, situation." No, 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 no. You don't. That would have made him look weak. He talks about that with Uncle June. You know, he says right. that would have made him look weak. I don't yeah. think that would have happened. I think it would have like, yeah, I think it would have continued and escalated to a point where someone gets killed. Right. Which ultimately happens anyway, but <sighs> it's it's delayed a year or whatever. Season four when Ralphie dies. Exactly. Thank God, because. I mean, as despicable as he is, I mean, uh, what a Ralphie's such a great character. I mean, yeah, just phenomenal I think, character. I mean, and Joey Pants is just fucking great, especially oh, in those scenes because so you're so used to him being like the fucking loudmouth, funny guy, uh, and then when he's all sheepish, sheepish with with Tony in that scene, he's just so fucking good. Um, yeah, this. But, I mean, this but, is a this is a great episode of him just like stewing and. Like at the like at the shitty oh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner at Rosalie's, he's like he's so fucking pissed off. Like, ah, such a See, good actor. That's, yeah, that's that's the whole other aspect of the storyline we haven't touched on because that's because because Tony is balancing his relationship with Ralph as his boss and then also as the boyfriend of his wife's best friend, and the whole like disinviting him to Thanksgiving and shit. Like, I I love when like just domestic suburban New Jersey regular life interact like just crosses paths with like this absurd uh Italian mafia uh uh life and and this storyline just like pays off in dividends on that. Um yep. fuck I love all the scenes at, at Thanksgiving with uh 
obviously we talked about the the narcoleptic guy yeah. Aaron almost time for turkey Just... sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> I mean when Tony throws the roll at him come on that's like Priceless. that's like maybe the funniest part in Sopranos history maybe not that's 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 a bold maybe thing. you think but maybe I mean, yeah I don't yeah. know about the funniest part but um, it's, it's funny. funny I think. Oh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's a very funny I, show. I find it funnier when so. uh, uh, Janice is talking about uh, waiting on Barry Sanders at Kenny Rogers. He was such a oh sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives did, a fuck. Hold on. Did Kenny Rogers have Kenny like a Kenny? Is she Rogers talking about Kenny Roasters? Rogers roasters? Did they have? Did they yeah, have servers? <laughs> I mean, maybe she I, like got his order I, for him. Good question. Oh yeah, probably. Maybe he, maybe, yeah. Maybe for for, there. for our like younger, food, I thought. Yeah, for our younger listeners who maybe don't know what Kenny Rogers Roasters was, it was like Boston Market kind of. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It's heavily featured in a uh, memorable Seinfeld episode. Um, yeah. I, I feel like also it was open for like two years and then like collapsed. Yeah. It was, it was very short lived. Yeah. Right. I only knew of it. From television, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think I ever. Well, I don't think I ever saw. Yeah, I don't think I ever I saw. Ate it at, I, I ate at there. one. I did. definitely remember eating at one in in Wallingford, Connecticut, like probably a couple times. Yeah. Wait, there was one in Wallingford. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I okay. can't remember where it was. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was like a Boston Market, or you know, for for you like West Coast people, El Pollo Loco. That's like sure, the sure. Boston Market. Hey, if you anyway, that, this was the uh, chicken hour. Uh, yeah. Can we keep talking about just restaurants? Because that's a, that's what I'm on right yeah. now. You know what food got, I like? I've got mashed potatoes sitting in front of me that are just <laughs> oh, wow. made and stuffing. So like, food is on my mind. Oh uh, yeah, we should say this is a Thanksgiving episode, and um, this will be posted on Thanksgiving. But we're recording the night before Thanksgiving, so you know, oh, food shit. is oh, on. Food is on the mind. We'll all be at big parties. Oh yeah. Um, we would be at huge parties, huge raves with. I know. Oh, yeah. I would be at my twentieth anniversary <laughs> of your high school. <laughs> your twentieth anniversary. My twentieth anniversary of going to high school. Um, <laughs> Is that the? That like, then I forget the, what it's called. When you started high school, <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, or you started. No graduated. Is that the? Graduated. Is that the silver anniversary? What What do you call that anniversary? <laughs> I think we call it uh, the double deuce ten. Oh, uh, double deuce something 10. like that. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Um, so there's the double deuce. What else are we talking about on this thing? <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got to get into the Jackie Jr. Meadow shit. I, like, do you guys think? So obviously they reconnect in that opening scene at, at college. Um, they go back to her dorm. She's too drunk. Uh, he he takes a, a peek at her at her breast uh, while she's passed out, as one does. Um, and. Uh, it's a nice compromise to not do the full on <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Uh, from Animal House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Jeff. I was like, okay, cool. That's good. What a gent. Yeah. 2001, um, that was considered like gentlemanly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was you very know. cool. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah, really that. good guy. He's a good guy. It's his save the cat. <laughs> right, 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 right. 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. 
unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Oh, 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire that you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> and so, uh, so Meadow and Jackie, we, we see them with both their respected mothers, uh, doing like a little prying about, Oh, is Jackie coming to Thanksgiving? This and that Rosalie's fucking pumped. Rosalie's April's pumped over, over this, like, Oh, uh, an April and a soprano. Uh, mm-hmm. and I got the impression Meadow or, uh, Carmela was not so much. What do you, what do you guys think? Um, Oh, she wasn't thinking about it. Like she, like she was not into Meadow dating Jackie April, Jr. Probably not, but also know. like she, she was also just kind of like consumed by hosting Thanksgiving. And yeah, if you I have ever done true. that, it's the fucking biggest headache when you have a bunch yeah. of people coming. Yeah. Up. So I, I think she was just because then she's like, you just make sure you bring your Amentor or you know whatever the fuck. Right, but I feel like that was her way of getting out of saying like I don't think it's a good idea. Like it seemed like she. Yeah, like, I, I I don't know if she thought that. I think because I, I think she would think it's a good idea. I think yeah, she she's excited. Like, she's excited when he comes over like to Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys are right. I always got the impression that she was. I mean, especially because she knows what happened the last time a soprano and a preel got together, and that was that was Janice shooting Richie in the fucking chest and and fleeing New Jersey. Yeah, but this, this would different. happen here. But like, still, like, n- like maybe she is realizing that Meadow dating somebody educated and outside of the family is probably best. But who knows? Nah, but this is different because think of like these are two beautiful like you know soprano and a preel like these are the hot ones <laughs> like not like Janice <laughs> and Richie they were the uggos so yeah, 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 those yeah. getting together that was like oil and water. I mean, um. <laughs> Like, uh, I, and I, I I think I think uh uh everybody shits on this guy um what are the actor Jason Serbone the guy who plays um, um Jackie, Jackie, Jackie Jr. Jr. But I think he's great. I think I think he really encapsulates inca- in whatever the fuck that word encapsulates encapsulates um, encapsulates <laughs> those those type of guys from that era like True. this episode especially just like the like, aqua de geo like right. fucking yeah oh yeah like yeah, yeah hugo totally. boss not the you know fe stuff oh, um dude. like like Jeez. all those lines i think are just great i think it just reminds me of like people i went to college with uh, her body's mad like, ripe yeah <laughs> yeah i i, I believed him yeah, yeah. I, I liked him too. for sure 
I, yeah. He gets a lot of shit. Like people say he sucks, but I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think I think with time, it's I've I've appreciated the performance a little more. Like I think all of us being East Coast guys of a certain age, like we knew that guy. Like we like we yeah. recognize that. Maybe that's why. Maybe he doesn't have like a lot of range or something. Or sure. like, I mean, it was if if that's the case, like great casting still. Like he like he. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of how it felt to me. Like he is a little bit of a dud. That guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Which is those guys uh, always those guys were not being pre-med and they were always trying to be into fashion or some shit. Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> those guys were always robbing jewel charity concerts. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, but like that's it, also uh, it's, it's the same shit with um, Anthony Jr. It's like these kids that are so much dumber than their fathers. Like, <laughs> you know, because they because they didn't <laughs> have really to work funny. for anything their whole life. You yeah. know, like spoiled yeah. morons. True. I actually have have seen that, like that like now that the series is a little more aged, people react to AJ and Jackie Jr. Um, a little more favorably than they did when it was actually airing. People are like, for fuck sure, this guy, fuck this actor. Yeah. But you know, yeah. now we can take a look back and be like, those were like the right guys at the right time for the for those characters. Yeah, it's but like, actually, they didn't re- actually. He, the- he deserved he deserved to look down her shirt. You know what? It was like you know it was kind of earned. You know, right, because at the time those people were actually watching themselves. Like you know, the, the guy who's like, "Fuck true. Jackie Junior is also like the guy who's like looking down someone's shirt when he's hooking up with a passed out girl. Right, 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 um, right, 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 totally, right. totally, right. Um, right. So by the end of the episode, they they hook up, right? They they end up guys. Yeah. Do they do it? It's implied. Yes, yeah. she wants to go home with right. him. That's right. And he's like, "You sure? Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Felt, I felt like a oh after after she after crashes she, she steals she, his keys and right after a kind of weird scene out of nowhere right. yeah 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 she's acting like all goofy right yeah I think was the implication she was drunk maybe? I think she was probably think, drunk especially the yeah. way she drove but his still, car still was like, like immediately it, off not like her. And... I was like <laughs> I was I wondered if they cut something or yeah know, yeah like, was there like a previous scene or that's something? true too because maybe. it's it, yeah it does sort of the episode that storyline's not going there and then it's all of a sudden there right so like yes uh, yeah also like just in, totally. inexcusable to never go uh, go to doves i mean he was like he <laughs> asked really nicely that's what the people want to yeah, see he asked doves. really nicely just come to doves come, come doves. to doves yeah go to doves come on um but yeah so so that that kicks off that relationship which which ends up being horrible and and Jackie Jr dying and uh middle being scarred from that and everything else so not not a happy union of soprano and april after all and then the uh, episode not, ends not a, yeah not a happy union for her or her father <laughs> nobody's <laughs> no. happy it's the sopranos nobody's fucking happy ever no. um and then we so we have the mix up in in uh Melfi's office with uh Gloria Trillo played by Annabelle Annabelle Sciorra Sciorra uh incre- seriously incredible actress very beautiful very talented um and uh like Tony just immediately gravitates to her even when he's in the room with Melfi he's like what's a girl like her need need therapy for like, are you really yeah. that dense that you can't imagine? Yeah. Like, can't imagine anybody. that an attractive person uh, also needs help. <laughs> <Right>. Yes, <laughs> two thousand one, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I would think <laughs> they'd be like, "What? She's what beautiful, she and what? she sells Mercedes. Come on, <laughs> she what? What's she talking about? <laughs> That's the dream. 
Um, I love and body uh, like that and selling cars. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Um, I love uh, Tony's like sitting on the edge of the bed in his bedroom watching the Mercedes commercial. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch that? That's uh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana's voice on there. Yes, Fat Tony of the Simpsons. That's right. Sort of like wow. two Simpsons connections in this episode. What is going on? Sopranos yeah, the writing. voice, the voiceover for Mercedes went Joe Montana, <laughs> uh, Joe Spellman, and then John Hamm. <laughs> yeah. I was there for. I was oh, very short lived. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> No, I was curious if it went right from Joe Montana to John Hamm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's what I thought when I was watching it. Also, it's like the pass the torch. I mean, was it was it not the local like Mercedes commercial? Like, because usually like on like Northeast like tri-state area television, it's like some like like woman that works there and she's like. Come on down, to, uh, Mercedes of Trowbridge. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, yeah, no. That's, Don't think that's it would be uh, Joe Montana, but you know. <laughs> maybe I just watched too many Knicks games. I mean, those are the Could commercials. No, it was it was a national commercial. It was well produced. Uh, on the TV. <laughs> nice commercial. Actually, Let's talk about actually, the commercial. <laughs> actually, it was beautifully shot. Yeah, so, yeah talk yeah, about these no. dudes. Ten second, seconds of this show. Yeah, second unit <laughs> fucking crushed it, dude. <laughs> Driving down the highway. Good shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Tony goes in to, to buy a Mercedes, but obviously he's just like following up with this, with, with, um, with Gloria. Uh, and then by, by episodes end, they're, they're in a little tryst on the Stugats, uh, which, which we could have seen coming, but, um, I love that like Melfi calls and, and, uh, definitely hears Tony's voice in the background and she's just like, Mm -hmm. what, what have I done? Um, and then perfect, perfect little ending song to end shot to out the episode with uh, the Mercedes parked by the yeah. by the Stugats. Yep. Um, any other thing you guys? Any any anything else you guys want to bring up about this episode or what? Um... Well, just get, having to wa- watch the the show again, uh, seeing both of their kitchens over and over was really nice as a reminder of two thousand one New Jersey. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, yeah, yeah. I forgot how well this show does the set dressing. Yep. It's so true. Um, we talk about that all the time. It's, it's crazy. that's why that's that like is one of the main reasons I think watching the show over and over again, like the repeat value of the show is incredible. Just because for for certain type of people who are there for a certain time like it feels like coming home right like that is oh, yeah. just so familiar yeah. it's crazy both of those kitchens i was like ah i've been there <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait yep. they shot in my house <laughs> yeah like and also just knowing how much my parents would love those kitchens <laughs> right. and be like that's beautiful <laughs> look Ooh. how they redid their kitchen Ooh. oh wow yeah yeah um yeah without any sort of irony to like oh god <laughs> <laughs> There's something horrible. Oh, they got the mahogany too. finish. This is oh, true. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Wood cabinets. Yeah. Those nice. are nice. Um, always something shady going on in one of those kitchens, though, which is not too familiar. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ralphie, like, hey, yes. if you ever need to sell ecstasy, just hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. To a son. Never, 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 never happened to uh, to me. So I don't know. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, my dad never brought up that conversation. <laughs> no, no. football is back in full swing you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online 
Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, yeah, we're good. We're good. We want to move on to, uh, Johnny the nut or what? Sure. Yeah. Before we move on to Johnny the nut though, we got to shout out our boy pizza Amici. Yeah. Oh, pizza Amici. Cause we pizza haven't Amici. done it yet. Um, um, uh, a fan of ours, um, his Instagram account is pizza Amici. Uh, he makes pizza and we shouted out him out on the podcast and, uh, he delivered a very delicious, uh, pizza to me um it was a uh, regular new york style and a sicilian style pizza and i gotta say it was fucking awesome and i gave it to uh dave and uh, paul uh shortly after and uh I, you guys like it too right spells delicious print you're a prince for driving me over uh half a pizza well, from pizza you know Beach what else am i sure. fucking doing <laughs> um, true. So Dude, it was so, but like, not even like, oh yeah. I mean, you see on fucking Hollywood Boulevard, like New York style pizza. Yeah. It's not. And, uh, it, but this is like legit. And then also like the, um, I don't know if it's like Sicilian style, like the thicker crust, uh, it comes in like a rectangle thing. Like it tastes like, the, like my grandma's. The chunks of tomatoes uh, in the, in the gravy. Yeah. Oh, the grandma slice. Ooh. So good. So good. It was good. delicious. So my uh, in-laws were my in-laws were in town and we had a whole meal. And I came home and Spells delivered it and I I had some pizza at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Just so. crushed it. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. So, so uh, thank you. you know, thank you. Our follow friend. Pizza Michi. I don't think he sells it. He just does it <laughs> for fun. Um but it's a really good pizza. Um sometimes yep. he's in New York and LA. Um Cool. So, uh, yo, you guys, I emailed you the uh, Johnny the Nut, or yep. I forwarded it from Johnny, Johnny the, the Nut Nuts. is risen from the from dead. Johnny, he we is have Johnny had him the in Nut. a few episodes. So, um, uh, you know, if you will, uh, I'll I'll dole out the parts. Does everybody have the script? Mm-hmm. I got yep. it. Got it. Um, uh, 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 Paul, you played Ralphie. Okay. Um, uh, Dan, you play Christopher and uh, um, the cop. Uh, okay. uh, and Dave, you play Tony. Okay. And, and there's I'll, also, I'll, are you going to play Polly? I'll play, I'll play Polly and okay. Johnny the Nut. Okay, great. Okay. Sounds now, you great. know, this is Johnny the Nut. This is uh, Johnny the Nut is a guy we know who like writes these, uh, um, uh, these these scripts and it's a fan favorite. Here he is right now, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny the Nut. Oh, happy Thanksgiving oh, for fucking oh, there Johnny. he is. Hey, Johnny, yeah. Johnny sneak up What's on up you guys. Yeah. I got over I got over COVID. I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, happy Congrats. Thanksgiving from. I uh, I don't know how from... this guy always gets the Zoom link, but <laughs> just Johnny pops the in. Nut. Yeah, pop in at the right time. Pop in. Okay, first things first. Before we get into this nasty shit, I gotta say, 
that this election interference isn't just going to get swept under the rug, okay? Donald Trump is going to be sworn in on January 20th. And All, that's right. That. All right, not we're going to slowly okay. slip into authoritarianism like America should. And we will all be controlled under Mr. Trump's thumb. Now to this shit sick, you fucking degenerates cream your dicks for. Christopher hey. is unloading turkeys off a truck and into the bing. He is holding a turkey when he comes upon an orgy happening at the bing. Ralphie. Oh, shit. Give me a piece of that turkey while I come, will you? <laughs> it's raw. I haven't cooked it yet. Well, well cook, cook that, that shit, shit. And then get in here. We're knee deep in pussy over here. Christopher shrugs and then goes in the back to start cooking the turkey. Tony walks in. Oh, what are you two itchy drools doing? You can't be fucking on the stage like that. Come on, Tony. It feels so good. Yeah, you convinced me. Is that Tracy? E- easy sell. Yeah, I didn't actually beat her to death, Tone. She's alive, and we can all fuck her now. So mad That works that. out for me. Oh, shit, and there's a cop here, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's the one from the last episode who says, watch the braces while Tracy's sucking his cop dick. Looks like she's still blowing him. Yeah, I'm actually glad she's back, Tone. I don't mind the braces on my dick now. Ow, 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 it feels so good. <laughs> Just then a fucking turkey comes out from the back. Turkey. Hey, your friend Christopher was trying to cook me, but really I just wanted to get my dick wet. Can I join in? What the hell? It's Thanksgiving. They all come. The end. <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually like this one from John. Yeah. Oh, it really uh, gets into you? the holiday spirit. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, there's so many things. Did Johnny to love. leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he slipped in. Johnny dropped yeah, off. Yeah, he, he he peaced out real quick. Does <laughs> he get nervous? Yeah. He doesn't want to he, hear. He's got to he cook. Get a little he's got to cook. He's got to stand by tomorrow. his work, though. He's got to stand by his uh, work. If yeah. he believes in it. Next time he should stay. We can give him. Um, notes I've been or... trying to get him on the pod. No, I have no notes. No notes. Joe, if if you talk to him between now and like the next couple hours when I edit the pod, ask him if he wants me to edit. I don't know, like oh, the whole thing out, or yeah, or maybe that, um, or maybe that beginning it. monologue about authoritarianism. Or, <laughs> well, you know, like we've been called out for like uh, you know politics stuff, so I think he was just speaking to that, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, no, I think he really wants it in. Like, I think, uh, I think he wants the podcast fans to uh, okay. to yeah, know Dan, how he feels about certain issues. Yeah, sure. Dan, a couple of listeners have uh, implied that we we've mentioned politics too much, so you know. Oh, okay. Our anti anti Trump so, sentiments uh, do yeah. not sit well with a lot of Sopranos viewers. Oddly, interesting. We also don't and, care. And you know, so. and you know what? This week we got proven wrong, dude. He it was rigged, and fuck, dude, we were wrong. We can admit we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, we, the, when we're wrong, we admit we're wrong. Okay? We got the conclusive yeah. evidence. Everything was rigged. Right. Yes. Um, great, Johnny the Nut. Okay, was, well. Yeah, he left. Oh, he left. He left. Ball. Yeah, he's, oh, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, so let's move on to fucking internet. This is, of course, the part of the show where we source questions, comments from what you, the people, are talking about on across the internet uh, about this episode of The Sopranos. Um, this one from Reddit user Sunday Girl Two Three Two. Something that's always bothered me about he is risen. So Tony tells Carm to cancel Thanksgiving with Roan Ralph because his excuse won't be as nice as hers. Carm then calls Roe and weaves a tale of troubling blood test results involving her father. Uh, her parents want to have a quiet Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. It's a great lie. Which great is lie. 
great great lie great lie brilliant um on thanksgiving night though jackie jr shows up at the soprano house to see what metal's up to when he arrives everyone's there carmen's parents chris and aid janice and her narcoleptic church friend uh wouldn't jackie assume that meadow was at her grandparents house when jackie walked in and saw all the guests wouldn't he realize that carm had lied and wouldn't he have gone back and told roe what do you guys think i don't think he cares <laughs> yeah true i don't think he and I, how, how do you know well we don't yeah i mean i mean i think carmella if anything would have been like a she little would have cared, yeah right like oh i lied to my best I, friend yeah if anything yeah i'm surprised that she would say yeah oh i I'm not going to let him in or something. Right. You know, like you could talk to him outside. Keep him out. You know, yeah. I mean, it did seem weird that she was just like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, look, it was a small look, Thanksgiving, yeah, though, true. too. It's, it's not like, yeah, it's not like it was like 15 people there. And, you know, you're at the end of the meal. You've been drinking some wine. You're loosened up. Like, but they, they, all they might are, just be like, they, oh, whatever. It's like, eh. eh. They, he, they can see there's like fucking eight of us. It's not. But a they deal. all are related, too. Right, right. Except for so fucking it's technically Aaron, family. You know? Well, huh? Yeah. Except for oh yeah, Aaron, but, it's, but it's but it's but it's yeah. but it's Janice's date. Yeah, like right. you know, Aid is Christopher, and Christopher is uh, Carmela's cousin. So it's like it's, yeah, it's not like Eugene okay. is there with his wife or some. You know, yeah, shit. He, even if she asked him who like who was there, if she suspected that she had been lied to, which I don't think she did. I think just no. um. Um, what's his Ralphie name? Was. Joe yeah, yeah. Uh, Palamenteri yeah, yeah. knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chaz yeah, Palminteri. So, even... yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a soprano actor. Like, we'll find it. Joe what Pants a... of Leone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Pants. We'll just say Joey Pants. Mm. Joey oh, Pants. That's like, yeah, Danny Aiello is like, he knows what's up. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is Italian? Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I didn't even see Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Yeah, that was my complaint about the episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, That's fair complaint. Fair. No macho appearances. No, but just knowing, like, growing up Italian American in the suburbs in the tri-state area, uh, uh, constantly um, getting out of uh, appointments and like like social gatherings due to lies of my mother and having to cover like that did not ring true to me, guys. Like <laughs> Carmela would have been mortified. So <laughs> That's fair. Um, this one from user uh, Melly Miles One. Uh, he is risen, season three, episode eight. There's a scene between Melfi and her shrink, Elliot, uh, where she is complaining about a patient. Is she complaining about Gloria? Do you guys remember the scene? Mm-hmm. This is uh, she's like. It's like well, very quick. Yeah. Right. Well, she she's. I heard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which which doesn't really like. I mean, I guess they're just sort of. After Melfi was uh, sexually assaulted a few episodes ago, I feel like they just needed to sort of sprinkle in some things to be like, hey, we we didn't just like drop that, like giving her character some respect and showing her process of dealing with it. But it doesn't really add anything to the episode, this episode itself. And it doesn't really go anywhere. So it's kind of like, like, why is she like, why have the scene? And, and do you think she was complaining about Gloria when she was like, talking about this the one of her patients i don't know but did she says like these fucking interruptions she's talking about elliot right her therapist yeah 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 i thought that yeah. was a funny i thought that was a funny line <laughs> that's all i have yeah. to say about that scene 
Yeah. I would love if I just said that to my therapist. These fucking interruptions. Was well, I mean? Isn't that what funny, they're like, supposed, the, they supposed to do? True. Interrupt. But like, I but I think you get you you probably have like bouts of being like feeling judged more so because you're also peers and you're not you know because she's also a therapist. Oh, right. Yeah. You probably yeah. you probably like are much more like touchy about like of course the way the way he's going about things yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. no it's great you should use also 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 he's like he's so fucking pretentious like like, i like (laughs) oh sure i completely understand how she's like annoyed by him all the time he does suck um (laughs) this one from yeah i don't know i have no idea she could be talking about anybody i mean i'm sure there's a lot of her patients that she complains about uh, because you know they're just like whiny people sorry mailey miles one yeah actually the description of of the patient could have fit any number of uh female patients in the new jersey area at that time inconclusive we can't answer that for you we failed (laughs) inconclusive we we failed as a podcast (laughs) surprise podcast um this one from brick wall of bricks in He Has Risen, okay. what does Johnny Sack mean by this? Sack asks Ralph if he would take Capo of his crew as a resolution to his feud with Tony. Ralph says, fuck no. Doesn't Capo mean captain? Why would Ralph say no when he was campaigning to become captain earlier in the season? Or does Capo mean something different? What? <laughs> Capo 100% means captain. Yeah. Um, and yes, that is that is that you're right. Ralph has been campaigning to for that spot the entire season but go ahead spells but then he made gg captain right right he had made gg captain but you know this is when johnny's act was like sort of negotiating like hey would you take fuck yo hello i'm sorry my (laughs) what the fuck was that my mom tried to facetime (laughs) you should you should add her yeah, oh, maybe oh, she knows. That would have been great. I, I was actually a little confused by that too. That moment. I think ultimately, I think what it is is because even um, when he does get captain, he says to Tony, "Like, I need to know this isn't just because some guy blew his gasket. Like, I need to know it's on merit, right?" Right. So, so that's why he's saying, "Like, no, I wouldn't take it because I know it would be like, like a consolation offer." Yeah. I, th- I think ultimately, and I think he's also trying to like, okay maybe impress Johnny with with his you know sort of like no I, that's not what I'm actually gunning for here like I don't want a promotion out of this and I don't want to blah 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 it, like I just want would, an apology it would be messy for Ralphie because Gigi's already captain so right. he wouldn't want to he wouldn't want it would be like a, against rank if he right. was like oh now I'm captain no that right. wouldn't that wouldn't fly Right. That's I think. So he was like saying, "No, I wouldn't." But of course he would, because he's a fucking asshole snake. Right. (laughs) Like he would still fuck him over, but he's trying to be like, "No, I wouldn't." You know. Mm -hmm. True. Mm -hmm. Um, this one from this is this is a good one uh, off of Twitter at Strong Piss. (laughs) This is a clip from season three, episode eight. He is risen of the Sopranos. Tony is test driving a new Mercedes. Note that he drives counter to the directional arrow painted on the pavement when he drives out of the car dealership. This establishes him as a bad guy. Thoughts? Okay. Next question. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These aren't uh, all winners. Okay. Thought, 
I think <laughs> we've set up that Tony Soprano is perhaps not the greatest of of gentlemen by episode eight of season three. That's just me. But yes, it could have been a director's choice to have him, as a little detail, have him drive out against the arrow in the uh, in the uh, car out of the car dealership. I mean, may- yeah, maybe it makes sense. It, it could also just have been uh, practical for like the shot at like you know the way that they had to shoot it or whatever. But sure, strong yeah, piss, sure, whatever strong you say. Piss. If, yeah. if that's how you want to watch television, then have fun. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, fine. You need a fucking <laughs> Easter egg in every fucking scene, you piece of shit. Fine. Uh, great. <laughs> it's a road, okay? Yeah. There's going to be arrows. <laughs> He's got to drive. He's got to go out some way. Hey, Come on. Hey, sometimes, sometimes they point the right way. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> Come Jeez. on. Sometimes it, is, sometimes it is a pipe, motherfucker. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this question from Go Lightly Gal 11. Uh, where was AJ during Thanksgiving dinner? This might be a stupid question, but where was AJ during Thanksgiving dinner? And he has risen. We see him watching football with the guys on the couch, but he's nowhere to be seen during dinner. I've seen the show so many times, and I never noticed till now that he wasn't there. Guys, what compelling reason could AJ have had to not he's, be sitting at the table for Thanksgiving dinner? He finishes dinner, and then he went on the internet. You know, he's it's, his, <laughs> yeah. it's like a bunch of adults at the table, so why, why the fuck would he want to be there? Yeah, he had to play fucking uh, Sim City or whatever the fuck. Like he had to Sim get the City. fuck out of there. <laughs> That's actually a really good choice if if that is what it was. <laughs> that it's like he probably was because Jackie Jr. coming or Ralphie Jr. coming over is, um, you know, the end of the. It's supposed to be like towards the end of the meal. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like end of the so, night kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he reasonably wouldn't be still sitting there with his grandparents and parents and yeah. And they're having they're like all, they're they're, they're, all they're drinking, having like the adult right? you know? like the annoying adult conversation. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see it. I could see him being like, "Can I be excused?" He does that a million times in the show. <laughs> it's true. Now that now that I think is a choice as opposed to a fucking arrow on a fucking uh, <laughs> driveway or some right, shit. Right. <laughs> um, I I mean, do correct. do you think like he? Do you think Robert Eiler wasn't available that day for some no, reason? No, no, I think they probably just were like, oh, you wouldn't be here because it's right. like towards the end of the night and, you know, they're maybe they're drinking or whatever. You probably just like, go to your room. Also, he was he was he was or go, he, or, go or go out or go hang out with your friends. Like, also, he's a teenager. He's <laughs> the act, like Robert Eiler's under 18 when they were shooting oh, this oh, so season. That, so like child labor laws, like it could it could have been oh, a decision by know, by the by the A.D., and the producers I actually to be like, feel like yeah. it would have been weird i think had he been in that scene yeah, yeah. and he's the first one like meadows talking about going out right. and stuff and like they're having those conversations he'd be like what is he doing yeah yeah <laughs> Just sitting there. i mean i guess if he was like sleeping well but they already have the narcolepsy have him joke, asleep so. on the right. table just sprawled out <laughs> yeah um, or, so, or just like really bored <laughs> yeah it's a shame though because i think that i think uh, his character would have really appreciated tony throwing the dinner roll and I'm, uh, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, the, the funniest moment in Sopranos history, as we established. Um, <laughs> he missed Unanimous. It. He missed it. Uh, and this final one from uh, a favorite of ours on the pod. Where's the Gabagool? Oh, Twitter. oh baby. Do you got, can you guys guess how many uh, mentions or sightings of Gabagool in this episode? In the Thanksgiving episode? I don't think no. there's any. Yeah, they talked a lot about Manic Good. Yeah, they yeah, did. Manic Good. Yeah. yeah. Rusty, 
you get the manicotti, then the bird. Um, the bird. The bird. <laughs> the bird. I, I love manicotti. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we didn't even tell. That's a, that's a great uh, little great, cameo great by uh, the Reverend from season Reverend. two coming in, taking yep. stolen turkeys. Yeah, him and him yeah. and Hesh just piling fucking fifty turkeys into their fucking car. <laughs> yep. I love Manicotti. Um but uh, but yeah, there were zero Gabagool counts this episode. A little disappointing. Come on, Sopranos. Come on. Yeah, um, like there's too much other food, mega to, food be, episode, to be had. It's true. It's true. Um, and that's all I got for fucking internet. Nice. All right. Good stuff. Good uh, Dan, stuff. thank you for coming on. You got any? Thanks for having any me. Fucking shit you want to plug, motherfucker, dude? Uh, yeah. Please uh, listen to my podcast, Bible Brothers. Uh, my friend Robert Padnick and I are reading the Bible for the first time in our lives, and it's been described as mystery science theater uh, for the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I Sold. love it. Also, awesome. Dan, yes. I, like, so Dan and I play basketball together when there's not a pandemic going on. And I don't know if I ever yeah. told you this, but your like fake stand-up special is like one of my favorite things ever. I, I, oh wow! I assume I assume it's still on YouTube somewhere. It is. Uh, Please, yeah, yeah. I think if you just look up Dan Klein stand-up special or stand-up comedy, it's perfect. It's, it's like it's just like it completely makes fun of all the like stand-up specials where it's like seeing the guys stand up and then seeing them on the street with fans and shit. Oh, it's, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. It's an hour long. It's, yeah. it's a legit <laughs> hour long special. Uh, yeah. well, good stuff. Dan, thanks for coming on. Uh, of course. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving sir, to our listeners. Guys. As always, you can hit us up at osopranospod at gmail.com with questions, concerns, shit you hate, shit you love, shit you fucking really hate. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Don't and like Instagram. our politics? Let us know. Yeah, let us know uh, how you liked all the uh, fucking Trump talk this up. Uh, please, please. Guessing do. how I, I'm guessing how that'll go. Uh, you can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at osopranospod. Uh, have a good safe holiday Don't fucking pile into the house With the fucking 20 fucking people Come on, don't be stupid Although you'll be listening to this tomorrow And it'll probably be too late So hey, I hope you don't get sick and... Yeah, they were waiting for you on the <laughs> yeah, Sopranos yeah. podcast to be like Well, what? he said it So fi- So I guess I gotta yeah. When it posts tonight at like midnight They might be on the plane and be like We're turning around we're Not going to grandma's house uh, all right, till next time. Oh, oh, oh. oh. This is Sean Green from the Sports Game on Podcast. And in case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, the Sports Game on Podcast, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they work together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans, plus guys like me who just love betting on sports. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding source that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. 
I, I can vouch for Sports Gambling Podcast and our Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Our partnership with Blue Wire has really been vital to us growing. Um, Kevin and his team do tremendous work over there. So Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show and many like them continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.